Hi there, this is Amelia. Um, I've got three kiddos. I have a five-year-old daughter, and then we have three-year-old twins, boy-girl twins. And I'm really struggling with my oldest, who's five. She is really resistant to you know, gentle parenting. I explained to her, hey, I know how you're feeling. Um, you know, you're feeling frustrated or you're angry. And she'll come back and say, I don't feel those things. Or I don't care. And so I'm just really struggling on how to connect with her. And hopefully that that is a question that you can address. Um, and I've also tried to do this with my three-year-old. And nobody seems to be interested in talking about their feelings. So any help you can give would be wonderful. Thank you. Bye. I love this mom's question for me, which by the way, if you have a question that you would like to submit, then go to 916-581-0177. I will be starting a new series called Ask Dr. Jazz, where I take your questions and I do an episode on them and I just share candidly, like I'm talking to a friend, <laughs> uh, what I think and what I would do um, in that situation and what I recommend. But let's dive into this episode because I, re I really think this is going to help a lot of you guys. So why, the big question is why is my child resistant to talking about feelings? And I love how this mom asked, you know, how do I connect with my child when they're having these intense feelings? I'm trying to do it with my words. I'm trying to do it by showing them that I get where they're coming from and that I understand and I'm okay with their big feelings but somehow there's a disconnect there and I really do want to connect so I just I love where this mom is coming from it's from coming from such a genuine and good place um, and so let's talk about it so the number one reason why your child is resistant to talking about feelings is because it's too vulnerable. It feels too vulnerable in that moment for whatever reason. And I want you guys to think about, you know, <laughs> how your own feelings, right? Think about a time recently where you had some intense feelings. Maybe it was anxiety or uh, sadness or grief, um, whatever it was, right, where you had some intense feelings, anger, right? Um, and may, did you run and go talk to somebody immediately in that moment, in that mo emotional storm? Probably not. You probably wanted some time to yourself. You probably wanted some time to process it and make sense of it. And a lot of the times for our kids, it's the same idea, right? G jumping in to talk about um, those feelings right away can feel really vulnerable, right? Like, oh, I'm still trying to make sense of what's going on for me. I'm not really ready there yet. Um, I'm not ready for you to see me yet. Um, and a lot lot of the times too when we're activated with really high emotions uh, the part of our brain um, called the amygdala especially those intense emotions like anger fear anxiety right um, the amygdala part of our brain which is uh, our stress response system is activated. And so what's not always activated is the part of our brain that registers language, right? That registers communication and can talk 
uh, talk it out, right? And so it's often too soon to talk about those feelings in the moment. It's just too soon from a cognitive level and also from an emotional level, right? They're, it's just too vulnerable and too soon. And they're, they're highly emotional and they're not ready to connect and process their feelings. That's often where this is coming from. Of course, I don't know your child specifically. So always take this stuff with a grain of, a grain of salt, right? That I'm just sharing my ideas and my thoughts. But of course, you know your child the best. Um, so uh, that's often what it is. And often, you know, we label feelings and I, you know, if the shoe fits, it fits. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't resonate. But just see if this resonates for you. Oftentimes, and I'm guilty of this too, we will label emotions and try to do some of this work in an effort to get them to stop crying. <laughs> um, right? Where we're like, okay, I know that you're frustrated. I know that you're angry and we need to get this done. Right? And I need you to do this. Right? And we need to get this together. Right? Because we are feeling overwhelmed. We're feeling anxious. We're trying to get out the door. We're trying to do whatever we, it is we need to do. We're trying to attend to our other children. It's a lot. It's a lot. Intensive fe- feelings are a lot, but kind of, you know, have a moment to yourself and just see if this resonates, right? Am I labeling my child's emotions because I really want to see them and be in this moment with them and see it for what it is and empathize? Or am I labeling their emotions because I'm feeling overwhelmed and I need this to stop, right? I need to get, I need some kind of resolution to happen in this moment and I'm trying to take some control back, right? I'm feeling out of control. This is overwhelming. This is making me anxious. This is making me have my own intense feelings. I need you to get it together, right? So yes, I see that you're upset, right? Yes, blah, 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 right? But we're kind of going through the motions of positive parenting or gentle parenting, if you will. But we're not really in it emotionally ourselves. And again, no judgment. I'm guilty of this too, right? Life is life. And these moments happen so fast, right? And sometimes we're not even aware in the moment. Like, oh, (laughs) I see what kind of energy I was bringing. I probably wasn't bringing my calm energy i was kind of trying to fix the situation so try not to judge yourself for this right try not to uh criticize yourself for this if this resonates but get curious about it um and get curious about how do you feel when your child is having intense emotions because here's the thing they can sense when we're trying to control their feelings when we're trying to fix their feelings when we're trying to dare I say manipulate which I kind of hate that word in this context because it's not conscious a lot of times manipulation kind of sounds like oh you know I'm trying to just whatever control you but there is a level of let's say manipulation for the sake of this example where we're trying to change their feelings so that it benefits us so that it's not as inconvenient and they can sense this right and they will resist this (laughs) because essentially what we're doing is we're trying to control their process and they know deep in their heart that this is a process that only they can control (laughs) and they will not be ready to 
process and label and talk and speak calmly until they are ready, right? Not when we tell them to be ready. So just, you know, if the shoe fits, it fits. If it doesn't resonate, it doesn't resonate, but just be mindful of that more and more, right? Am I using this positive parenting techniques because I wanna control my child or am I trying to uh, sit with these feelings and connect with them on a deeper level and truly let them know I'm I'm in this moment with them. Of course, it does not mean at all that we're not establishing boundaries for unsafe or aggressive behaviors. It just means being conscious and mindful of the energy that we're bringing into these already intense emotions. Okay. Another reminder about tantrums, this is one is huge, is that it is less about what we say in these moments of intense feelings, let's call them tantrums, um, and more about the energy that we bring and how we approach these situations. And a lot of that comes down to our nonverbal communication. It is less about labeling our child's emotions during these times. It is less about what we say and more about the energy that we bring, which ties well into what I just already said. So always, always, always keep that in mind. If you are going blank in the moment, if you're like, oh my God, what was I supposed to say when the tantrum happens, right? What was that tip I just learned? No, 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 no. Breathe, stay present in the moment and be mindful of the energy that you're bringing in that moment. That will help ground you and help guide you through how to best show up more than any tip, trick, hack right script out there so always remember that don't focus on what you're saying focus on your energy one quick let's say hack (laughs) that i use is that i will tell my daughters let it out let it out now this is something that i am saying but really this is something that i'm saying for myself so that i can remind myself all feelings are okay and I don't need to control this process it is healthy that they are letting their emotions out and expressing them with me and if I can create a safe space for them to express their emotions it's just gonna enhance our relationship and it's gonna make it more likely that they're able to actually process what's going on for them right because if our child feels like we are trying to control them we're unhappy with the way that they're expressing themselves in that moment it's gonna add more stress to their plate now they have to deal with not only whatever set them off in the first place but now oh my gosh my parent is disapproving of me um so just keep that in mind right it is more about your energy that you bring to these situations you might have a mantra that you say to yourself or that you say out loud to help remind you of that basic essence but again the best thing that you can do is regulate yourself now i will speak to this mom specific scenario where she's trying to label an emotion and the child is like no that's not how i feel then what you say is that's not how you feel thanks for letting me know When you're ready, I'd love to know how you feel. When you're ready, I'd love to know. Okay, not, well, how do you feel? (laughs) That's too much pressure, right? She might not be ready in that moment to process her and verbalize her feelings, right? It might feel too vulnerable. So lead with when you're ready. When you're ready, I'm here. I'm here to help you. I'm right here. Let it out. And when you're ready, I'd love to know how you feel. And we'll get through this together. Okay. Again, this is it. I'm I'm speaking more to the energy <laughs> more than the words that you say, but you can always let your child know I'm right here. And when you're ready, I'm I'm ready to talk about it. Okay. 
So again, just because we feel ready to talk about feelings <laughs> does not mean that our child is ready and they will let you know, right? And kids are extremely candid and I love that for them, right? <laughs> um, and they're gonna let you know candidly, look, I'm not ready, right? No, that's not right, right? Leave me alone. And that's when you follow their cues. Ah, you wanna be left alone? Totally fine, I will give you space and I'm right here. Okay, that doesn't mean you walk away. And a lot of the times, even if our child is resisting us, re- resisting us, um, it doesn't mean that they want us to leave the room per se, right? And just leave them. It just means that they need some emotional space. They need some silence and they just need to be able to trust us in that moment that we're just holding space for them, which is a fantastic, <laughs> you hear that word all the time, right? Therapists say, we, we love to say that, hold space, hold space, right? What that basically means is you're coming from an energy of I'm here and I'm ready to talk when you're ready, um, but I'm not gonna leave, I'm not upset, I'm not forcing you um, to talk about this before you're ready, I'm not trying to fix your feelings. I know that this is your process and I'm gonna hold space for that, right? I'm gonna hold space and I'm gonna follow your lead, right? I'm gonna follow your lead because this is your process. See where I'm going with this? Now, if we're heading out the door, that doesn't mean that we don't try to um, help them, you know, do the things that they need to get done. Um, You know, every situation is a little bit different, and I'm happy to do another episode about intense feelings while we're trying to head out the door. because that's a topic for another day, but it doesn't mean that I don't draw boundaries around the situation and help in ways that I can. It just means I'm not gonna try to fix you. I'm not gonna try to fix your feelings and make you feel calm before you are ready, okay? Very hard, right? This process is very hard. It's a lot easier said than done, especially when we are already so to our max. We are already so burnt out, AKA crispy, okay? Crispy AF, right? That doesn't mean that this, when I'm saying this, I'm not like, oh, this is just so easy, right? Just do this, just hold space, right? This is hard. So give yourself grace, give yourself empathy, right? Um, It's harder for us to give our child empathy and grace if we don't give that to ourselves, okay? So when I'm saying all of this, please, please, please give yourself so much grace and so much empathy for the times that you miss the mark, for the times that you do try to fix their feelings, right? For the times that you do feel resentful for your child for throwing a tantrum in, in the middle of the store or at the park or wherever, right? Like these things are hard and we're not always gonna get them right. So I can't say that enough right so give yourself lots of grace in these moments um and i just want to just say you know if you're coming from the place of and this mom's question is so beautiful because she's asking how do i connect how do i connect with my child and i love that right i love when we can start with those questions those are the right questions to ask right and so a big part of this too her child is on the older side i think she said five or six Your child has verbal capacity and the cognitive capacity to think about these things after and outside of the moment. And so, you know, connection looks like having a really hard time emotionally and then circling back to that at the end of the day. Wow, we had a hard time uh, at dinner. Do you remember that? Do you notice that? Did you feel that? I felt like we weren't connected, right? Um, I felt like 
we were on two separate pages and I want to connect with you. I want to be there for you in those moments. I know how difficult these moments are for you and whatever triggered that, right? Talk about that. And con- that's how you connect, right? You connect outside of the moments too. So connection, don't think about connection just in the moment. Think about ways that you can connect and circle back outside of the moment. For little ones, it more likely will look like symbolic play that you could, that you reconnect and bring those things back could be one idea but connection also is the conversations that we have at bedtime or whenever when everybody's calm and we just debrief right um and in that moment connection looks like providing space remember it's not always about what we're saying right of course you want to label feelings that's uh, so powerful in terms of creating not creating (laughs) raising emotionally intelligent children right that is so important we first must be able to label and put a kind of put a label on what we're feeling so that we can understand it and we can look at it more objectively but start with labeling your emotions okay start with labeling um the characters in the books and that you are reading together and the shows that you're watching together label those emotions uh label the uh characters while you're playing right and each one of them a lot of the times it is so much easier and, and for us as adults too when we can label other people's emotions it feels there's some distance there there's some psychological distance and that creates safety okay so just because they can't label their emotions in the moment or they're resisting you in that moment doesn't mean they're not learning this skill right um and so if you're sensing that they're resisting whatever you're doing in that moment back off doesn't mean leave the room it just means ah okay I need to step away a little bit I need to create some space I need to create some more safety and connection um something's amiss here she's she or he or she is giving me a sign they're giving me some feedback so I'm gonna take that in but I don't need to fix it right away I don't need to find a solution right away this is not an emergency right very few parenting situations are actual emergencies so give yourself permission to step back a little bit create some space create some silence breathe through it so that you can follow your intuition right you can look at these signs and go with the flow a little bit more okay uh i hope that was helpful let me go back to my notes and see what else i am um what else i wanted to say about tantrums so the way we connect is through empathy seeing the situation from their eyes sympathize sympathizing with their emotions right and again a lot of this process is nonverbal. the other thing you know is trying to say yes more than no and when you can't say yes giving more of a conditional yes which i talk extensively about in my discipline course positive discipline academy but let me give you a quick example just the other day we're driving in the car and my three-year-old says hey mommy can we take a bath when we get home now of course (laughs) when we get home i had different plans right we had planned to have lunch and then it was going to be nap time so what i said was yes baby we can take a bath after nap time so see what i did there i said yes and i let and i set a plan right yes this is when we can meet your request we can make a plan to do that after nap time and she said okay (laughs) so when you can't say yes in that moment always try your best of course 
some things we just can't do. Um, and then you'll approach it in a different angle. But for those situations where there, there is some room for that, it's just not right now, but then you make a plan. Okay, when can you meet that request? Like, that's a great idea. Let's make a plan to do that after dinner or after whatever, right? When we get home, etc., etc. So try to give more yeses than you do noes because nobody likes to hear no. <laughs> Um, and the last thing I'll say, um, less is more during tantrums, okay? Less is more. Less talking is more, okay? So again, don't focus on what you're saying. Focus on your energy. Focus on staying grounded. That is going to help you and your child far more than trying to remember any tip or script. <laughs> um, and again, just always being mindful of the energy that you are bringing. I hope that this episode was helpful. I hope that it gave you some things to think about and consider uh, for your child's next tantrum because you know it'll happen they happen right um and it's overwhelming and don't forget to give yourself so much grace during these moments okay especially during these times now if you have a question for me um that you would like me to answer during a next another podcast episode you can call 916-581-0177 thank you so much for listening and i will see you guys in the next one bye